The Bible. It's the Word of God, sharper than any two-edged sword. This sacred book is living and active and contains all that's needed for life and godliness. Stay with American Family Radio for the next hour as we study God's Word and take your Bible questions. Welcome to Exploring the Word. Well, good afternoon. I'm Jim Stanley in for Brother Bert Harper alongside Dr. Alex McFarland. Yeah. Well, alongside via electronics. How about that? Yeah, by Comrex, the wonderful magic of uh, digital broadcasting from afar. Yes, but, sir. Uh, now, it, Jim, it, it's good to be with you. Thank you, brother. It's good to be with you. And I was going to say it's always even better when you're here in the home, home side of Tupelo, Mississippi, and we are side by side. You know well, it. amen, amen. <laughs> but, but you know what? The, this gear, uh, we're very blessed to have this gear, and you've heard me use the word Comrex, C-O-M-R-E-X. Wherever I am in America, um, Jim, last week I was in Illinois, and several folks up there, they said, uh, you and Bert sound like you're in the same room. Like, uh, do you go back to Tupelo every afternoon? And I said, no, I, I wish, but I couldn't do that. But uh, I do plan to be in the studio some next week, but... Jim, it's so good to be with you and everybody listening, and we have a very special show today on the National Day of Prayer, May 5th, 2022. Uh, Jim, the Word of God, as, as you so well know, speaks a lot about prayer, uh, the salvation prayer, prayer for our families, our churches, our leaders, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. That's a prayer that we're to pray. So many things, but isn't it good that we can communicate with the Lord God, our Maker and Savior. Amen. And joining us today is the president of the Presidential Prayer Team in their ministry is Jim Bolthouse. Jim, good afternoon. Hi, Jim. And Alex, how are you? Good to hear your voice again, brother. Hey, it's good to be with you again. Well, today is a very special day. I mean, uh, Jim, you're mobilizing intercessors and people to pray all year long, but... Uh, uh, what does the uh, what does the National Day of Prayer mean to to you all there at the Presidential Prayer Team? Well, from a broad perspective, it's a time that we can focus our attention on prayer. Of course, as you mentioned, we do this every day, but there are always times, and this is actually biblical, that we take time out of our routine, like once a month or once a year, to say this is a special time. And that's what the National Day of Prayer is to us. It's a special time for us to take time out from what we do and invite other people, other uh, people from across the nation, to stop for a few minutes and recognize uh, the blessing of God and the importance of us to have a, an ongoing relationship with Him, which we can through prayer. Amen. Amen. Jim, uh, I know today, um, this morning, very early, I got an email from Tim Wildman uh, that was a national prayer proclamation sent out by AFA, and uh, that, that really did move my heart, and I'm sure the hearts of millions of others. Yes, yes. That has been um, part of our government up until just recently, and now it seems to be that because of what's happening so much in Washington, it's... Uh, focus has had to move to other other means to have that proclamation. So uh, mm -hmm. it, up until, like I said, a few years ago, it always been something that came from the White House. Uh, but it didn't today. W was there any prayer proclamation from the Oval Office today, Jim? I yeah. Have, we have, uh, go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, 
Yes, there was a proclamation issued, and uh, I was just cross-checking something in that. So we're glad that President Biden did release a presidential proclamation in support of prayer, but it was it was filled with uh, political challenges, if you will, and political statements that uh, we do. Those are things that we do need to be in prayer for. But I I think it was uh, I think he did it more to to continue with his position on some different things than so much as calling us as a nation to prayer, um, mm. one nation undivided. That's very good. Well, I'm glad to hear that it has come out of the White House. We had uh, heard that uh, that may not happen this year, so we're, we're we're glad that they've seen the importance of that. Well, uh, Jim, tell people for those that may not be familiar about the presidential prayer team and and just what all you're doing to to impact our country spiritually. Well, uh, just a brief history. We uh, actually started uh, as an idea out of a men's prayer breakfast. Um, actually, it was a men's uh, weekly prayer meeting. And they said, you know, in light of what's going on in our country, it seems like uh, with this new Internet thing that they uh, were talking about back in the years, the uh, about in 2000, that this would be a great time for us to do something um, electronically that could reach more people in our, in our country. So that idea was there and brewing when uh, 9-11 hit, and it, it immediately uh, brought attention to the fact that we had to move and move quickly. So within that first week after 9-11 was the official launch of the presidential prayer team, and it just took off um, tremendously. Uh, it became, uh, in the month of October and December of that year, uh, the most visited .org website in the world. Uh, and there has been a lot of uh, people who have signed up and offered their email address, and for the last 20-plus years, we have communicated with them on a weekly basis, and now in the last 10 years, more on a daily basis, providing them all kinds of information that can help them um, build their prayer life and give them uh, points, or we call them prayer points, to pray for. Uh, the issues that are happening from our White House all the way through to the state level. Mm. Well, uh, Jim Stanley and yes, uh, uh, Jim uh, Bolthouse, uh, Alex McFarland here. I want us, I know it's early in the show, and, and Jim Bolthouse of the presidential prayer team, I've got a couple of more questions, but before we go any farther in this very special edition of Exploring the Word, we ought to pray today. And... Um, on behalf of the presidential prayer team, uh, Jim, would would you lead us in our first opening prayer this this hour? We'd love to do that. Yes, please. Father, it is always uh, a joy to be able to just quiet our hearts and know that as we speak our words, that these words are coming to you through the power of the of Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit, and provide a means for us to uh, share our concerns and our 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 asks and our praise for. Um, all that you do for our country and for our leaders. And so we start at the top, Father, and we do pray for our president and vice president, for the cabinet, for those people who are making decisions on behalf of all of us in Washington, even at this moment. We pray that you will allow them to see clearly the need for our country and uh, set aside uh, uh, personal desires or personal things, but put um, America first and, and uh, putting you first and making these things possible. We know that you move the hands of those in leadership. Your word says that very clearly, that it uh, can be moved uh, to and fro like 
you move rivers, and, and you have that power, God, and we understand that. And we thank you that you are the one who only allows these things to happen in your perfect timing and your perfect will. So as we pray to you now, Father, we thank you for the blessings of our country. We thank you for who you are and the importance that you are in our country and in our own personal lives. And we ask that you um, uh, react to our need for having revival in our own country, in our own hearts. Have our hearts be pure before you so that we can continue as a country that is putting God first, putting you first, and wanting to see so much accomplished for your kingdom. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Um, guys, I do want to keep the spirit of prayer today, uh, but with the with the news coming out from the the release, the supposed release of the documents from the Supreme Court, I, I do find it telling that in the proclamation today, um, one of the lines that was used, uh, for example, I'm going to quote from the proclamation, today is also a moment of reflection when we are called to address some of the greatest challenges humanity has ever faced, saving our pl planet from the existential threat of climate change, responding to attacks on democracy at home and abroad, and living up to our nation's promise of liberty, justice, and equality for all. Did you note something that was li missing from that? The word liberty. L well, liberty was there, but life was missing. <clears throat> yes. And I yes. and I found that rather telling because from where from where the president or whomever wrote the address for him, it seemed to to leave out the second paragraph of the Declaration of Independence that we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Notice how the words were changed. And, and like I said, I think this is a matter of prayer for us because I think that if we look at the pursuit of life, liberty, um, then we find the other things. I don't think you have to call for some of those. And so I, I think we need to... Especially Jim, with you here as the presidential prayer team person and president of that organization, and we're so grateful for you. And Alex, you as a evangelist across the country, um, I think that we do need to pray for our government that they would that a revival would break out that would so ignite across this country that even the government would have to realize that we are endowed with certain inalienable rights, and mm. the first of those is life. And so with the things, and we need to pray that the Supreme Court would hold to the current findings or current reports that they are going to make a choice for life. And so, mm. Alex, would you would you pray specifically for that, for our country, for revival? Thank you. I, I will. Uh, let's, let's join our hearts together, folks. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just, first of all, we bow and we thank you for life. And Lord, what an honor it is to be alive at this moment in history and to be a born-again Christian. And Lord, the challenges of our world and of this country, they, they do concern us deeply. But Lord, we just want to thank you that it is a privilege to be alive right now, to know the Lord Jesus, to know the Word of God. And Lord, by your Holy Spirit, you have drawn us into truth. So Lord, 
uh, we acknowledge these are the times in which we live, and we want to serve you with with absolute faithfulness. So I pray for the Holy Spirit of God to empower the church, raise up leaders, uh, and raise up churches and organizations. And Lord, may the Spirit of God sweep across America and send conviction, conviction of sin. Father, we pray for the souls of people to be converted. Lord, for our president, our leaders, our Congress, uh, elected officials, Lord, we do pray uh, a prayer of blessing for them. But Lord, I pray that your Holy Spirit would would change the hearts of those that are pro-abortion, because as the Constitution Declaration says, we all are endowed by this undeniable, inalienable right, the right to life. And Lord, the President's Prayer Proclamation today says that all Americans have the right to pray, but you can't pray if you're dead. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so, Lord, as they imply the right of all Americans to pray, um, Lord, help our leaders remember that that presupposes the right to be born and to be alive. So, Father God, um, I just want to pray repentance for my own sins. I pray the spirit of conviction and repentance for our national sins would grip our hearts. And, Father God, that we as an entire nation would turn to you humbly, uh, contritely, Lord, you would forgive our sin, hear from heaven, and heal our land, as Second Chronicles 7.14 says. Father, help us. We need you so. Send a revival and use all of our lives in the process, beginning this day. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Jim, do you have a few more minutes? I certainly do. All right. Folks, we'll continue with our conversation with Jim Bolthouse as we talk about the National Day of Prayer. And we'll also open up the phone lines for your prayers here as Exploring the Word continues on AFR. This is Pause to Pray, a chance to stop down from the daily noise of life and pray for our country's leaders. Today we pray for Audrey Davis, Director of the Defense Finance and Accounting Service. Her office oversees accounting activities of 12,000 employees in 10 locations around the world. Proverbs 2010 reminds us of the importance of accurate accounting. Unequal weights and unequal measures are both alike an abomination to the Lord. Right now, with this in mind, let's pray together. Almighty God, we ask you to guide Audrey Davis in her work for our Defense Department. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Pause to Pray is a service of this station and the Presidential Prayer Team. Today is the National Day of Prayer. Join your fellow Americans right now and lift up our nation in prayer. Details at pausetopray.org. Is it greedy for a business owner to make a profit? Dr. Tony Evans says not necessarily. He's got a great illustration to help us understand what makes the difference. He'll share it with us as we spend two minutes with Tony. I told y'all, you know, my favorite potato chip is Zaps. The last time I said that, there's a whole bunch of members who bought me Zaps potato chips, okay? But I'm not eating too many Zaps anymore. And the reason I'm not eating too many Zaps anymore is I noticed something. The chips are thinner. The bag is now only half full, but the price stayed the same. So they went down on, thinned out the chips, almost cut the amount of chips in half, but they ain't changed the price. Look, if you're going to give me half chips, give me half price. Don't be cutting down the chips and keep the price the same. 
But there is a corporate greed today in the name of business. This is business. Well, if you are here today and you are a businessman or a businesswoman, you have a right to make a profit. You ought to make a profit, but not at the expense of being righteous in the dealing of your business and being godly in the relationship to your workers and your customers. We have ungodly people today doing business and calling themselves Christians. That is a form of corporate greed. Don't get me wrong, God is not against profit, he's against greed. He's against greed. The Bible says that idols, like greed, come in all shapes and sizes, but they all drive a wedge between us and the Lord. Find out how to keep that from happening with the help of Tony's CD series, American Idols, available online at TonyEvans.org. Then join us next time for Two Minutes with Tony. Welcome back to Exploring the Word on American Family Radio. You got pain, he's a pain Ephesians 6.18 says to Christians, this is a wonderful verse, Ephesians 6.18, and pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. Well, that's just one of many, many scriptures where the Word of God tells His people to pray. And on this National Day of Prayer, you're listening to Exploring the Word on the American Family Radio Network. I'm going to give the phone number because in a few moments, uh, Devin will open up the phones and we'll hear from you all. And uh, we'll hear some prayer requests and pray together. The number is 888-589-8840. Jim Stanley is with me along with Jim Bolthouse the presidential prayer team. And um, Jim Bolthouse, uh, before we go too much further, I've got a couple of questions, one of which is, what is what is you all's website? Where can people find the presidential prayer team online? Well, the easiest way to find us is just a simple uh, put into your browser the word pray.team, and that will mm-hmm. bring us to our main website, or you can go to presidentialprayerteam.org, which is another location that comes to the same location but it's an easier way to say pray.team and, and, and find us. Now, do you uh, uh, interface mostly with individuals, or do sometimes entire churches take up the, the mantle of prayer, Jim? Both. Um, we have uh, several churches that are, are participating both then today, but also receive our material. Um, I'm thinking of one church in particular in Florida that receives our our quarterly um, prayer guide. The guide itself is a printed uh, instrument that we put, send out to several thousand people every quarter, and it goes right through praying right through the government day by day, with long with uh, along with it information and a devotion to help uh, keep the person focused on the importance of prayer. And uh, mm-hmm. so there's a church in Florida that uh, makes sure that each one of its members receives that and encourages that from the pulpit. So we really appreciate that because obviously our job and our ministry is to uh, encourage, inform prayers for our country. Well, Jim Stanley and Jim Bolthouse, I've got to ask you guys a question, and I know you, you're both very godly men. So if, if what I'm about to ask is 
wrong, you can both rebuke me. But Jim Bolthouse, here's the question. How can you, with, a, with an honest heart, how can I pray for the current occupant of the White House if their policies and many of the stances they take um, are just so disheartening? And I know very, very often, contrary to the Scripture, contrary even to the Constitution, uh, guys, how, how can I pray for the president and the current administration when so often I feel like they're at cross-purposes with our God and country? Well, Alex, I face that uh, question almost every day. Our members uh, have shared their personal feelings, and we all as staff have personal feelings about the the way things are happening in our country. But we have to set that aside, because even when Paul was asking Timothy, the first pastor um, of the church, of, of, of to, to, to set aside what was happening in their time when Nero was actually killing Christians for fun, he said, pray for them. Pray for those leaders. And why? Because as we pray, that produces peace in the land. And so it's 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 a directive for us, but again, it, it's difficult because um, even when we're directed to do something, it's difficult to do it if our heart isn't there. Mm-hmm. So what I tell a lot of people is to, is to see beyond the personalities and think of the offices and what the responsibility of that office has, and why we need to pray for those people within that office, Amen. the the White House, and so on. And then finally, I have to I have to throw this out here because. To me, this is significant. For everyone listening right now, you have been put on this earth at this time for this very reason. God did not make a mistake when he put you here. He put you here on purpose. Amen. As Christians, we then have a responsibility and an opportunity to be a part of this incredible time in the history of our country, because we can pray and be a part of God's plan even though we don't understand it all the time, we do know that God works out things for our betterment and for the betterment of our country. If we can trust that, I think we can see a great victory in the days of coming ahead because we've yielded to God's sovereignty instead of our own desires. Mm, well said. And, you know, Jim, you you express that beautifully. And, Alex, I think your question is, a, a vibrant question for this time that we do live in because we have a lot of people who would say, well, you know, you guys play, prayed for this president or you've prayed for that president, but you haven't called us to pray for President Biden. And while we may not agree with his policies or his proclamations or any number of other things, you know what? we are still called to pray for him. We are called to lift him up in prayer, not because he's worthy, but because the God who allowed him to take office is worthy. And Mm -hmm. I I think it was well said when we we know that God doesn't make mistakes. He didn't make mistakes with you and me, but there are times that I feel like he did. And so um, I want us to go to prayer Again, and this time, and by the way, folks, uh, one other place that you can find the presidential prayer team or one of their ministries is at pausetopray.org, pausetopray.org, and that is a great resource there 
that has daily prayers. In fact, it has the same ones that you hear right now during Exploring the Word. We had one in the last break, and we do that each day uh, because it is important to remember to pray daily. And so um, I I would like, and Jim, before you go, and we're going to let you go after this because I've kept you much longer than I said I would, and I apologize. (laughs) But uh, would you pray? Would you do that? Would you pray for our leaders? Would you pray for President Biden and his family uh, uh, specifically and that the Lord would move their heart? We'd love to do that. Father, as we come before you again, we know that uh, you hear our hearts louder than our words, and we thank you that uh, we can come with hearts that aren't always pure, but they're pure because of Christ. We thank you for the um, ability that we can just bow our heads. We don't need to have any fancy communication system or anyone else to mediate on our behalf. We can simply come to the throne, to your throne room, and petition you with these requests. And Father, I do. I bring before you our president, the importance of the role that he serves each day, the immense responsibility that is upon him every minute that he is awake. I pray that you'll give him strength and stability, uh, clarity of mind, the ability to accomplish your perfect task in this day. And I say the same for the vice president and for the cabinet members and for the staff at the White House and for um, the Congress and the Senate and uh, even our, our judges throughout the country and in the Supreme Court. We are all facing these incredible things right now, Father. And we know that you are the only one that can give the proper direction that we can follow that we know there will be great results from. So we ask you to guide our leaders today. Give them the peace that you can provide for them as they do the right thing for the American people and and the world. Mm. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Jim Bolthouse there, president of the Presidential Prayer Team. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you so much for allowing me to be here. All right. God bless you, brother. Hey, Alex, as yes. we move towards phone calls at 888-589-8840, I'd like to do this. Um, I would like for us to unite in prayer as a listening audience, as people who believe in the Lord. Um, in Matthew 6, beginning at verse 9, and you folks know this, I'm pretty sure that you have it memorized, and so would you pray this with me? After this manner, therefore, pray ye, our Father, which art in heaven, heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy Thy kingdom kingdom come, come, thy will be done done in earth earth as as it is in heaven. heaven. Give us this day day our daily bread, bread, and forgive us our debts debts, as we forgive our debtors, debtors, and lead us not into temptation, temptation, but deliver us from evil. evil. For thine is the kingdom kingdom and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Thanks, man. And you know, as we do that together, I think there's something to be said about that because if the people listening right now, and for me and you and the people in the control room, we've got uh, Devin and Marty in here. As we prayed that, we each asked that that our debts be forgiven as we forgive our debtors. And that means that if someone has caused injury to us, then we need to forgive them. 
And if we've caused injury to someone else, we need to ask for their forgiveness. And that, that's what prayer is. It's a communication not only between us and God, but it can be used as a bridge between us and our fellow man, can it? Amen. Amen. Jim, I am so glad you did that. And folks, uh, it's there in Matthew 6, um, 9 and following. You know, 1 John five fourteen. Bert and I have talked through the New Testament books, one of which is 1 John. But in verse 14 of chapter 5, it says, This is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. And when we're, we're praying for um, the Holy Spirit to turn people away from sin and to Christ, and we're asking for righteousness in our land, and we're asking for truth to, to rise to the top, and darkness and falsehood and lies to be put away, you know, th- this is in accord with God's will. And so, I, Jim, I love all the promises, whether it be John 15 and 16, or here 1 John 5, 14, or Matthew 6, the, the Lord's Prayer, sometimes also called the model prayer. Mm-hmm. When we're asking for uh, God's kingdom to be furthered, the name of Jesus to be known, souls to be saved, righteousness in the land, these are things that are absolutely in accord with God's will and God's heart. So we can pray with confidence, believing God will act, can't we, Jim? We absolutely can, and we're glad that he does. So, folks, I want to kind of direct us here today as you're calling in at 888-589-8840, 888-589-8840. We would like to ask you if you have a prayer request you want to share with the audience, uh, that's fine. If you want to call and offer a prayer, uh, that's fine. But, you know, we, we really want to kind of center on prayer today. Um, if you have a Bible question about prayer, that's fine. But we want to save any other Bible questions for another time because we do want to concentrate on prayer today. So with that in mind, we're going to talk to Karen calling in from Texas now. Karen, good afternoon and welcome to Exploring the Word. Hello, Karen. Uh, hello. I didn't, I didn't hear my name. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. And I, I, I feel I don't want to distract from the, um, the the National Day of Prayer, but I am. I have friends that are um, struggling. Um, and I, I'll keep this quick. Um, I just want them to know that they're believers, but they we're getting feeding tubes we've been treating with radiation and and treatment and um feeding tubes today and that because of the beauty of podcasts that if i could just send this to them this podcast that they'll know that they've been lifted up through the country it's jim and christy and i would just love that the procedure would go well and he will be healed all right christy we'll certainly do that and uh want to be very sensitive to that because uh, you can tell it's serious when they when they put in the feeding tube that it's extra serious mm. and so Karen know that we will do that in just a few minutes uh, I've written them down and we will take and and pray there in in just a little bit okay thank you for your call mm. going to talk to chance calling from Texas chance good afternoon and welcome to exploring the word hello hello welcome uh, yes, sir. Uh, I was just calling to request prayer for the the little small churches in 
back country of America, those small town churches that no one really hears about. Uh, I went to one the other day, and they're real struggling, it seems. So I just want to get prayer for them. Brother, that is such a great word, and, and let me jump in here, Jim. I, Bert and I hear from a lot of pastors of, of all size churches, but, but the caller is right, um, especially COVID has really taken its toll on just the momentum and the participation, and I do think it's, it's a good word, uh, caller, good word, that we should pray for the small churches and these, so many bivocational staff and pastors that work two and three jobs and, and pastors' wives, and they valiantly keep the work of the local church happening, and we thank God for each and every one of them. But Jim, you're a pastor too. Would you pray for the small churches and the people involved with them, Jim? Sure, I'll be happy to do that. Um, well, I've, I've written that down, and in a few minutes what we'll do is we'll have a general prayer, but we're about to go to break in just a moment, and so I, I don't want that to be interrupted. Uh, Chance, man, you're absolutely right. Uh, you know, when the there were some small churches that were prepared for the last couple of years in as much as they had some abilities to it, at the very least broadcast through uh, some of the social medias and get and keep those messages going. But so many of them suffered for the simple fact that they couldn't pass the offering plate and couldn't find the, the alternate support for that during that time. And so we want to pray for them and we do want to pray for their um, congregants as well, because that's mm-hmm. so important. And so, Alex, yes, sir, we'll do that. We'll come back in just a moment. Folks, this is Exploring the Word on American Family Radio, 888-589-8840, as Exploring the Word continues on AFR. When you hear this... This is American Family News. You know what follows is the truth. Your news from a Christian perspective. Hundreds of teachers are going to have to walk into that school building and they are forced to swallow political ideology that in many cases violates their very faith and conscience. If you miss it at the top of the hour, American Family News podcasts are available at AFN.net and sign up for our daily news brief at AFN.net. What we believe about the Bible is based on what we believe about its source. The God Who Speaks, the award-winning documentary from the American Family Association, is now available in a special limited edition DVD set. This release includes a Sunday school curriculum and two hours of additional footage. Go to thegodwhospeaks.org to get your copy today. Thegodwhospeaks.org. The following are real-life stories from Trinity Debt Management. My story begins with debt, a lot of debt. I used my credit cards as a source of income. It was not a good situation. I couldn't pay my bills. The interest on the cards was really high. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-788-1813. I initially was scared to call, and immediately I felt relieved. They contacted all of our creditors, and they put us on a plan for success. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into 
one easy-to-manage monthly payment, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. I've been able to pay off close to $15,000. We're doing a lot better. Please pick up the phone and see how affordable and easy it is to pay off your debt. It's a godsend. We're debt-free for keeps. Call Trinity at 1-800-788-1813. That's 1-800-788-1813. And having sent into Macedonia two of his helpers, Timothy and Erastus, he himself stayed in Asia for a while. My name is Abraham Hamilton III, and this is the Hamilton Minute. As Apostle Paul navigated torrential ministerial waters in Ephesus, he sent Timothy and Erastus ahead of him as an advance team to Macedonia. Paul also includes Erastus as one who greeted the church at Rome in Romans 16.23, in which Paul described Erastus' job as the city treasurer in Corinth. In 1929, archaeologists in Corinth discovered a mid-first century Latin inscription that read, Erastus, in return for his edelship, laid the pavement at his own expense. The modern equivalent of a first century edel would be a city manager. The Bible is trustworthy. Listen each weekday from 5 to 6 p.m. Central for The Hamilton Corner or visit the podcast page at AFR.net for more from Abraham Hamilton III, public policy analyst for the American Family Association. For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the son he loves. Colossians 1.13 American Family Radio. Welcome back to Exploring the Word on American Family Radio. What a great song to come back from the break with, um, based upon the missionary journeys of Paul. That one song was from that project, and Uh, That was grace to you, and that's one of the things we certainly pray. Let's take a couple more prayer requests, and then we're going to go to the Lord in prayer together. Let's talk to Tim calling from Ohio. Tim, good afternoon, and welcome to Exploring the Word. Hey, thanks, fellas, for taking my call, but I'm going to change my prayer request. I originally wanted to pray for the Ohio legislature so that when the time came, they made the correct choice on the abortion laws. But I think who we need to pray for more than anything are the kids that are out there right now because of what they're being exposed to. When I say kids, I'm talking elementary age, junior high age, high school age, college age. Uh, you know, all three of our children are in college, and it's amazing the number of people that they come across that had no idea what Easter was. And mm-hmm. if we've fallen that far away as a Christian-based nation, I think our children need that prayer right now more than anything. So that's my request. Tim, that's that's a great thing. And um, Alex, you know, as, as you reach out to young people every day, uh, you know what they're walking through as well. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, it's, it's our joy to really try to coach a lot of these young people with, um, you know, defending their faith and equip them to stand up for what they believe. And so thank you, uh, sir, for reminding us to pray for that, and we certainly will. And uh, the number, by the way, if you've got a prayer request, folks, it's 888-589-8840 on this National Day of Prayer. Hey, Jim, I've got a prayer request that I want to bring to the table. And Yes, sir. Um, I was uh, on the phone this morning with some dear, dear brothers from San Angelo, Texas. I was out there to preach just several weeks ago. Phenomenal people out there. San Angelo is, as I 
look at the map, it's kind of in the middle of Texas, but a little bit west. They are in a drought, and I'm, I'm just as serious as I can be that we need to pray for them to have rain in central and west Texas. And the, the ranchers need it, the farmers need it. These are just some of the best Americans anywhere. And so, folks, with all my heart, please pray for rain in Texas and that the drought out there would end and, and the good Lord would send send water for the crops because they surely do need it in Texas. Amen. That's, that's a great observation, Alex. And uh, I'd, I'd read an article uh, today, earlier today, about the ongoing drought in California. And mm. so we want to pray for the not only the drought from the rain, but the drought from exposure to God's Word. Um, and so we do want to pray because the farmers depend upon it, ranchers depend upon it, and then, of course, the individuals, the, the human beings depend upon it as well. Uh, mm. There's only so much bottled water you can afford to buy. So yeah, we, we yeah. want to. We would definitely want to pray for the drought across the country. And uh, Alex, I've written that down, brother. Thank so. you, Jim. Thank you. <laughs> um, let's see. Going next to Maryland, calling from Louisiana. Maryland, good afternoon, and welcome to Exploring the Word. Hi. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hello. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. You're you're on. Okay. Well, I know it's prayer requests, and so I, I thank you so much for the Lord's Prayer, and I thank you so much for the Scripture. Then when God says, I'm a, I know what plans I have for you, thoughts of good and not of evil, to bring you to an expected end. And I know that it was hard uh, being with the youth in small churches in the Bible Belt here in Louisiana, and they always looked at you and said, why, how did, why is God so good? How does he let such evil go on? And I love turning over 60 because I see that uh, he uses us and things to bring about, to heal, to me, the damage that goes on out of our control, but all within his spectrum. I see that um, as we uh, have many people moving north to join us in our drought year, as I just heard of, they're used to drought, they're used to nothing. And so we, along with them, we'll be able to share. They're missionaries coming to us. We're the missionaries sitting here in the lovely land. They're coming to us. We can be for them God's glint of hope and love and kindness and to share the blessings that we've had. Somehow he'll orchestrate it, not the way that the, the uh, other guys are orchestrating it, but through our touch and through our care. And to know even, I thought of, you know, this, abortion time that has been going on for all these years and like oh how can that change um i'm praying for the um mothers that know these things has happened and that they gave their body over to this decision and if they will turn to god that they when they that baby was created jeremiah not 29 11 but anyhow he knew us in the womb as we were knitted together he has our has those babies. I just hated, you know, that they. I hate that they um, that there's the ability to do that to the children. But God created them, and those mothers, if they turn to God, to me, I just realized they could be returned to their children. Mm. Marilyn, thank you so much for your kind heart this afternoon and for being sensitive to those needs. We appreciate that. 
And so we're going to pray for missionaries, mothers, and reconciliation to the Lord uh, because we know that he's able. And Alex, uh, I, don't want to, I don't want time to get away from us because we have several more calls, but I think that uh, we will take just a moment to pray now, and then uh, I'll get you to pray at the end of the program uh, for some of these other requests that are going to come up, okay? Okay, lead us. All right. Father, we thank you today that you allow us here at American Family Radio this opportunity to be a sounding board for your people, to be trusted with the prayer requests that come in day in and day out. Uh, the requests that come to us uh, through the phone lines today, we're so grateful for those. Uh, for Jim and Christy, we do pray for healing uh, for their friends and for Chance uh, there who, who mentioned the small-town churches. Lord, not only small-town churches need help, but some of the big-town ta- uh, churches do as well. And, Father, some of those churches need to be reminded that you are God and that you are to be glorified and not some of the other things that we become distracted with in church politics. So we ask that you minister to those churches in a real way. Father Tim asks that we pray for the young people of this generation. And uh, Father, I have to tell you, there are so many things that are distracting them from you. I could easily see why some of them wouldn't know what, what we call Easter or Celebration Sunday is really about. Uh, Father, we know that because of the resurrection, we have a fast and final hope that just as Jesus departed, he will come again and receive us unto himself so that we can be in fellowship with you for eternity. And, Father, we plead the blood of Jesus over those young people. Yeah. And, Father, I would even ask that you stay your hand on sending the Son to to come and get us, that you would stay your hand for, for a little while to give these people an opportunity to come to know you, to give these people an opportunity to bring others to you because we want them to be saved as well. And, Father, Alex mentioned... Uh, some of the things in Central West Texas and California and other parts of the mm-hmm. country that's experiencing a long-time drought. Father, they're looking to mm-hmm. you for rain. So we do ask that you would take and open up the, scri- the skies. And, Father, not that you would give them a blasting rain, or, Father, that you would give them so much rain that the land could not contain it, but, Father, just as you would with us in our spirit, that you give us a sustaining rain. Mm that you allow it to come in such a way that the physical earth may soak it up and then give life to plants and nourishment to people around it. But, Father, also in our spiritual, that you would give us a saturating rain, that we would overflow with your spirit. And then, Father, for Maryland, we ask for you to be with both the missionaries that are coming to to her and her family, but, Father, also the mothers and fathers who have walked through the path of abortion. Father, help them to remember that your grace covers their sin just as it does everyone else's. Father, there's no one beyond hope. There's no one beyond reach because you've promised that in your word and that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And Father, we ask that we would take the time to believe in him and that the promise of our salvation is secure because of your love. Now, Father, we bring these to you in the matchless name of Jesus, your Son and our Savior. Amen. 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 Beautiful. 
Well, let's let's go back to the phones, and we're going to talk to Patty calling from Alabama. Patty, welcome to Exploring the Word. Oh, my. Thank you. Thank you so much. I just would like for everybody to read, if they have not, Daniel's Prayer in Chapter 9. And I'm going to read just a little bit of it, and I'm going to skip down. But read, uh, everybody go there and read that all the way through. It is so important, and it's just seems like it's right where we're at at this particular point in time. And I'm reading out of the Jewish Bible. I prayed to Adonai, my God, and made this confession. Please, Adonai, great and fearsome God, who keeps his covenant and extends grace to those who love him and observe his commandments. We have sinned, done wrong, acted wickedly, rebelled, and turned away from your commandments and rulings. We have not listened to your servants, the prophets, who spoke in your name to our kings, our leaders, our ancestors, and to all the people in the land. Now I'm skipping down to 18. My God, turn your ear here. Open your eyes and see how desolate we are as well as the city which bears your name. For we plead with you not because of our own righteousness, but because of your compassion. Adonai, hear. Adonai, forgive. Adonai, pay attention and don't delay action. For your own sake, my God, because your city and your people bear your name. Thank you. Patty, thank you so much for that. Let's go to Rachel now in Virginia. Rachel, good afternoon, and welcome to Exploring the Word. Hello, Rachel. Hello. Uh, Thank you for having me. I just wanted to um, say I appreciate so much what you guys are doing today and just give a testimony on the power of prayer and just what a, a privilege it is Um, as God's children, that he would count us worthy of the honor of exchanging our intimate thoughts with him and receiving his intimate thoughts with us. Um, You know, he, my husband and I listen to this station frequently, and we often hear some people talk about God's sovereignty, Um, and God is absolutely sovereign, but he gave us dominion over this earth, and he's partnered with us and given us a free will And he doesn't just do whatever he wants whenever he wants. He's asked us to humble our hearts, to turn our will over to him and to say, not our will, but your will be done. And when we partner with him in prayer and we come into agreement with what he says in his word, he said that every promise that he gives to us, Uh, his answer is not yes and no, but it is always yes, and it is always amen to the glory of God. And so when we come to him in prayer and we ask him for these things, uh, you know, he he told us, don't be unwise, but know the will of the Lord. Yeah. He wants Mm. us to know what his will is. Amen. And he he shares that with us. 
in prayer. So prayer is not a one-way, let's throw up our requests and hope he has mercy and does something. Um, He talks back. He tells us what his will is, and we can come into agreement with that, and um, we can see it happen every single time when when we come into agreement with what he's wanting to do, then that gives him the ability to go ahead and do what he wants. It does, and Rachel, we thank you for that this afternoon. Alex, as we're coming up on the uh, end of the program, uh, would you take a moment and and pray for the ministry of AFA and AFR and that Mm. we would continue to make bold strides for Christ? Yes, let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this day, and Lord, what a privilege to pray, to bow our head, open our heart, and call on your name, but what a privilege to do it with millions of listeners, and we're in agreement. And we thank you for the American Family Radio Network that you have raised up. We thank you for the American Family Association and all of the many, many ministries designed to lift up Christ, see souls get saved, see the church be equipped, and revival come. And Father, we thank you for this hour of prayer with the presidential prayer team leader, Jim Bolthouse, Jim Stanley, myself, all these listeners. Father God, for every request that's been made, and even maybe secret request on hearts that we've not been able to vocalize, Lord, we pray for our nation, for our world, for uh, rain, but most of all, the pouring out of your Holy Spirit. Father God, have mercy on our nation. Send a great, great revival. Use our lives in that process. And Father God, may the name of Jesus be preeminent in our nation today and always. We ask in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. And folks, if you weren't able to get on the air today, let me encourage you to send your prayer request to prayer at AFR.net. That's prayer at AFR.net. Trudy from Texas, I'm sorry we didn't get to your call, but know that we're praying for your son and sons and daughters of our other families who are in the military and as well as our first responders. Uh, They are very important to what we do every day in our lives. So thank you for that. Alex, thanks for letting me be with you today. Well, it's been a great joy, and uh, we'll be back again Uh, with more of Exploring the Word and all the great programming on the American Family Radio Network tomorrow. Folks, tell somebody about the American Family Association. Most of all, tell everybody about Jesus.